Okay. It says we're recording. It looks like we're recording. We're doing this again. Again. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Damn it. Can I just say, like, I did not think it was going to be this hard to record a podcast remotely. Like, I greatly underestimated how hard it was going to be. But you know why we're going to keep putting our balls to the wall? Because we care about people. We do. And I just love – like, I look look forward to this so much. And also, we can't – Stop. No. Because we started. Yes. That, and we don't stop. That That's right. Can't stop, won't stop. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yeah. What? Okay. Uh, yeah, no. So that's not wrong. Are we doing the intro again? Yes. We have to redo the intro. Go for it, girlfriend. <sighs> okay. Girlfriend. Right, girlfriend. All right. I'm going to do it. Uh, welcome to Moody Bros. <laughs> Again. <laughs> so we had to re-record this because our call recorder crapped out on us, but Rachel made me watch the uh, Viking Kittens video, which is from like the depths of like YouTube history. It's a very, it's an old video. So, it's, like, it's very old. And I'm pretty sure like, I think at one point it was scrubbed from the internet because uh, that was before anyone was like, YouTube copyright violations. So if you haven't seen the Viking Kittens video, um, it's basically two kittens on a Viking ship and they're just kind of headbanging and going up on the ocean sea. Just fucking YouTube. Google it, man. Just Google it. Yeah, they're listening to Thor. Rec- or That's the Thor song by... Um, I thought it was the Im- Immigration Song or something by... I thought it was uh, the Thor song. I don't fucking Maybe know. Maybe it is. I definitely it. Led Zeppelin, but now I'm feeling kind of like an idiot because uh, I don't know. Oh, well, it is. It's the immigrant song. The immigrant song. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I likes it. I loves it. So anyway, we're just taking another shot in the dark to see if we can get this fucking episode to record. Fucking do it, man. Um, so far, we good. We are good. We have lots to talk about. Lots. Yes, yes. Um, are we going to start over and talk about what we already talked about? We are. Or do because we want to just fucking. No, no, because I have real and valid feelings and concerns about everything that's going on right now. Um, Let those biggest, feelings out, darling. Uh, well, um, on the on the agenda today, I'd also like to talk about how I bought some super glue for my foot. Um, and then after we finish recording this episode, Zach is going to clean my foot out. But, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, Marriage. Marriage. Uh, yeah. So my biggest complaint right now is that I saw an article talking about um, nodding me, nodding head meme guy. And everybody thought it was Zach Galifianakis. And it's fucking not. It's Robert Redford. And I don't I wanna know what kind of generation we're living in to where you guys don't know that this is fucking Robert Redford. And you think it's Zach Galifianakis. No. It's from Jeremiah Johnson, circa 1972. It was a movie I probably shouldn't have watched at my young tender age. And I mean, yeah. So he like was in the war, the Revolutionary War. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I would think so. Maybe. Doesn't matter. But then he goes off because he's like, I'm going to be a mountain man. And then he. Why not? Yeah. 
I know. And so like – Oh, yeah. I mean I can kind of like not to defend these people, but I can kind of see how upon first glance he looked a little little bit like a more attractive version of Zach Galifianakis. But if you see him straight on, there is literally no mistaking the two. Like you, there's no confusing the two. Well, at all. I showed Zach and I said, do you know who this is? And he said – I can't remember who he said, but then he said Zach Galifianakis. And I was like, get the fuck out. I'm done with you. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Because I, I grew up watching this movie. Like, my sister and I would watch it on the weekends. I don't know, because my parents would sleep in. I hope my children are like us as children. Because when we woke my parents up, that meant that it was time to clean. Like, weekends were for cleaning. So the longer we let our parents sleep in, the more we didn't have to clean. And so, like, on Sundays, the one channel that we could only get on Sundays or whatever, because we didn't have cable, we just had local channels or whatever was black and white Elvis movies and we watched those like on the weekends or whatever and let my parents sleep and uh, our kids are not at the point right now where they want to let us fucking sleep they want to be up and and I hate it (laughs) so like on a scale of 1 to 10 we 15 don't give a shit about you sleeping yes Uh, I just shoot right past 10 we do not give a fuck their um, so their bedroom we obviously moved into a new house and their bedroom is right next to ours and I refuse to put the baby monitor in there because we're close enough so we can hear the screaming Mm -hmm. if it happens Mm -hmm. and also like they bang on the fucking walls now. <laughs> I'm like, of course they do. It. Stop it or jump. And Lena's new thing is uh, sticking her legs through the slats and then she gets them stuck. And it's kind of obnoxious because then she gets really upset when she's stuck, but yet she doesn't stop doing it. Like, what? She's also taken to calling me dad, even though she knows it's not my name. Zach's like, well, I, I think it's- feel like that's why she's doing it. Like no. she knows she, she's being she wildly disrespectful. She she calls me. She calls me mom. Um, but sometimes she'll come up to me and Zach's like, well, it's because you say hi, dad all the time. And I said, no, that's not it. I said, she knows what hi means and she knows who dad is and she knows who mom is because she'll call me mom. And then she'll look at me and she'll be like, hi, dad. <laughs> I'm like, mom. She's like, dad. I'm like, you know damn good and well I'm not your fucking father. Like, but she just does it. She just does it because she's a little stinker. And then yesterday she climbed up on the table and she started throwing the apples and the oranges. And she was like, ball, ball, ball. To be throwing fair, them. they are the same size and shape as a yes. ball. Yes, they like are. Like a ball or but a lacrosse ball. I know. But Jesus, please, is this kid's giving me a run for my fucking money, man. Well, yeah. that's called the mother's curse. May you have one just like you. And Lennon uh, is your you. She is. And let me tell you. So Zach and I, um, we hung up some stuff in the house. We've been you know, trying to make the house a little boring like home. So we hung up. Like he has this board from all of his flight suit patches. And then he has a coin rack that he made. And he hung them up. And then so the next morning, he hung it up before the kids went to bed. But they weren't in the family room. So they didn't see it. So the next morning, I walk in there. And Lennon's standing there with her hand on her hip. And she looks at me and goes, oh, wow. And then looks up at the wall, looks back at me and goes, oh, wow. With her hand on her hip. And I'm just like, who? It what and she's just like wow like you did such a good job wow you did something mom wow is this child and where the fuck did she come from 
your she's uterus. a human now. She's like a little yes. person with thoughts and feelings. And she's... There's she a very counting. good chance you're going to hear my feral child in just a second because it sounds like she just lied to her father and is being sent to her room for a calm down time or time out as the uh, – You know what? Yeah. So you all might hear her. Just know she's fine. She just got caught lying and uh, we got to nip that behavior in the bud. Can't have no liars up in here. Um Yeah. I thought well, that it would be something of interest to you that um, I found a list. Hold on. Let me pull this shit up. Let me pull this shit up. A list of stores that were around in the 90s that are no longer around now. And it wasn't just yeah. the 90s. All the stores you loved in the 90s that no longer exist. And I want to see which one of the ones of these you remember. I mean, obviously, most of them we're going to both remember. But all right. Number one, okay, well, Hot Topic is still around. What? Um, oh, yeah, Hot well, Topic is still around, which kind of, like, mm-hmm. surprises Surprising, me. right? Yeah, yeah. It, it is surprising. Um, and, and some of the ones on this list, like, they do say, like, there are a few left, but they're almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you said Blockbuster just now, right? Yes, Blockbuster is the first one. Zach used to work at a Blockbuster. There is one still open, I believe, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Uh, also, Zach has his Blockbuster card still. That is pretty baller. Well, if he ever wants to go check out a DVD, it's the one remaining blockbuster on earth. It's in Bend, Oregon, and it's basically a tourist attraction at this point. And it like it, it is kind of sad because like I don't I mean like I remember very specifically me and my high school boyfriend, like every uh Friday night where there wasn't like something going on. Right. We were like, let's go get some movies at Blockbuster. And it's like it really has changed. You know, we just have so much content at our feet fingertips so different from yeah, when you actually had really to like, go get stuff yeah uh segueing but don't get off the subject speaking of getting stuff i just ordered a steam mop because i didn't want to load the kids up into the car to go to the store and put them in carts that they're gonna inevitably lick and probably get sick again so i ordered a steam mop on amazon and it was delivered in two days I um, am a very big fan so, of the Amazon two-day delivery. There's plenty of yeah, times where I'm like, is yeah. this really worth going to the store with both of my children? No, no, it is not. We're going to Amazon it. No, no, it wasn't. But then the day after I ordered it, we went to Costco and Zach's like, I bet they have steam mops here. And I was like, I already fucking ordered it. But anyways, go on. More stores, please. Uh, Borders. Do you remember Borders books? There's not a Borders anymore? Nope. Really? I want to say I heard something about them going out of business now that you mention it. Let me see here. Um, it is gone forever because of bankruptcy. Uh, probably thanks to a company I won't bother atting. It rhymes with Schmamazon, the article said. Uh, but I mean, Barnes & Noble has managed to survive. So, I mean, Borders can't really blame Amazon. Although Amazon has no, and then also things. like half price books is still around. Um, yeah, you have to get with the times. However, I did love Borders because they weren't just books; they did like board games and uh, you know movies and music and stuff like that. There was a Borders in Pensacola I would frequent, um, and then I would just get their discount books because I'm not about paying full price for books because I read through them too fast. Well, now 
and I have children, I probably wouldn't read through them as fast. Yeah, you don't have as much time to read when you have little kids. Not at all. Um, I went to Barnes & Noble yesterday with my sister-in-law because she's like a complete total bookworm. Like I love to read, but this girl loves to read Mm -hmm. in all caps. And it kind of like made me realize like unless there's like a specific book that I like legit cannot wait two days for it to come to Amazon, the only books I really buy from Barnes & Noble are in the bargain section. And it's like – Stuff that I didn't yep. know I wanted. So I really enjoy that. Like I love going through the bargain section at Barnes & Noble and being like, I didn't know mm-hmm. I wanted this, but I'm going to buy it. Like, right. But I am not going to spend $20 on a book I can get for, on Amazon for 10 And yes, Amazon is, yeah. is a little evil in some ways, but gosh darn heck is it convenient and cheap. I know. I know. I'm so just uh, – it's been really bad. I've been ordering a lot of stuff lately, but I just uh, – Zach ordered a pizza peel. We got a Traeger this weekend, and uh, so we've been smoking all sorts of things. We had smoked pizza oh, last night. Oh, it looks night. so good. Changed my fucking life. Whoa. Changed That's it. That's fucking – Yeah, the pictures the were, like, really I, tantalizing. It was food porn. Yeah, yeah. I I did a I did a balsamic reduction. I did that all by myself, which actually isn't that difficult. It's just you're so fancy. Uh, but anyways, do you remember Circuit City? Sorry, I keep interrupting. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that there is that what a fries is basically, or it was fries just like a bigger mega. I don't know if those are the same thing. Where, where I grew up, um, and I mean, given you and I grew up on opposite ends of the country, so there are going to be some things that were called mm-hmm. different things. But I think Circuit City was just Circuit City. Um, well, yeah, but I guess I'm just saying, like, it's essentially – I don't understand why they went bankrupt, but yet Fry's is still thriving because Fry's has been around for a long I time. I don't really know um, the so- economics of why some of these places – like, I know, like, Toys R Us, for example, because that's the next one on the list. Like, Toys R Us going out of business um, – had a lot to do with not just prices, although that was a part of it, was also like the stores were yeah. just dingy. They never did a mm-hmm. um, facelift on their actual infrastructure. And they say that that yeah, like legit not. put people off wanting to go in there. Like people would rather go to Target because it was brighter and happier and cleaner. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, there's pro- there's certain things that some of these stores know how to I do. That. And that's like the they're constantly evolving. And I think Toys R Us just like – think they needed to mm-hmm. it's sad though like driving past all the old toys rs it, it, it is sad because i'm like i remember going to baby's rs to get like my registry done for like having betty like and but obviously this was eight years ago it was it was much longer or much it yeah. was quite a bit before you had your baby so like it's just times have changed after <laughs> i think with rose i went to target and i was like i just i like being able to buy everything in one place um, KB Toys. Do you remember KB right. Toys? It was in the mall. Yeah. Yes. They also. I actually, I watched a, um, I watched in either, I think it was on Abandoned, um, the first, the dead mall one, they went into an old KB Toys. I think that's where it was. And then, um, they said there were hieroglyphs on the wall, but basically it was like, <laughs> modern day the, hieroglyphs. Uh, it was, it was <laughs> Modern day hieroglyphs, yeah. Uh, wow, yeah. Um, I really, I don't think I ever uh, purchased anything. I don't think my, I don't think I did either. Like, I don't think my parents ever bought me a toy in the mall like that. That was not really our thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe limited yeah, to yeah, and limited. More, more, please. 
Yeah. So this is something I need to look at because Justice to me looks exactly like Limited 2. And I thought that Justice was just like Limited 2 2.0 because they're exactly the same. But it says that the Limited 2s went out of business and so did the the Limited, uh, which I never shopped at the Limited. Um, Isn't that like where Lizzie McGuire got all Yeah, like purple – satin flare pants and like fuzzy scarves look that we were rocking in the early 2000s i actually never rocked that look because i was super awkward and i was the girl oh, okay i was i was i was there too i understand but i wanted to be cool so bad that i was like mom Minus can i go to limited two? i wanted to be cool I never was. Like, it just wasn't ever in my – and it turns out I'm still not cool. But I give zero fuck ifs about being cool. It really is the best days. part of getting older is you just don't give a fuck about anymore. Me. Oh, my God. I Imagine how little fucks so we're going to give in, like, much. 20 years. I can already tell you how That's many true. It just gets give next year. More and more uh, less fucks given. Do you remember linens and things? Yeah. Okay, I remember them, but I never went to them. Yes. Do you remember a store called Mervyn's? Yeah. <gasps> okay. I'm glad you know what it is because that wasn't that was not a thing where I grew up. But apparently, yeah, they gone. No more Mervyn's. Yeah. And yes, I like I it because I have that. a picture of the sign and it's just like a that. concrete building with like teal letters that says Mervins. And it's like, hello and welcome to the most depressing photo you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it looks like a place lonely people go to weep quietly. Uh, yes. All right. Miller's Outpost. Anchor Blue. Ooh, this is one nope. I think you'll remember. Do you remember 579? No, because I guess um, Miller's Outpost earlier? renamed itself oh, Anchor Blue, and it had really good jeans. So, no? Okay. Do you remember 579? Mm, okay, I do. Radio Shack. Although they, they are still um, out there. They're just very, very, very few and far between. There's actually a Radio Shack by my mom's house up in Kyle. Wait, so Radio Radio Shack. Uh, yeah, no, I know. I just I didn't realize that they nope. were not. Um Sharper anymore. Image, those are also pretty much gone. I, yes, I do know the Sharper Image because don't they um don't but it's I'm an sure they have an online store. Now, store. I need to look at that. Or can you just can you just order it? Maybe they're like flights. a Sky Mall thing now. The sharper image. Yeah. I thought that that's what the sharper image was. I didn't realize there was an actual store. Okay, you're right. They do have an online store. They do have an online uh, store, but no more brick and mortar. And um, But I do remember being a kid and going to the mall and, like, wanting to try all the massage chairs in the sharper image. And the article mentions that, too. And I was like, Mm. nostalgic. Ooh, thank you. What other stuff do they have? Personal care items. Are they Women's things care. that you're? I'm curious about this. Oh yes, that is a exactly massager, if you will, a personal massager. Yep. Uh, yep, that's the first thing on there. Heated personal massager. Does it massage your feet? 
Just kidding. I know where a massage is. I'm not dumb. Speaking of, I'm still waiting on <laughs> Once my it gets here, you'll have to China. try it for science and let us know if all the reviews are correct. I will. Okay. Um, um, sports go Authority. Go on. Tell, Tower on. Records. Virgin Megastore. Virgin uh, Megastore. Virgin, Virgin Megastore for when we used to buy CDs. It was a yeah. CD store. You don't remember those? No? Okay, Woolworths. And Woolworths has got Delia's. Do you remember Delia's? I yes. I liked Delia's. I wanted a duster so bad. I wanted to order from there. And so I'd always get the Delia's magazines and I would, sh- you know, like p- circle what I wanted. Right. And then I never had Same. I did it. that too. I would get the magazine so, and I would, I would plan on buying many things. And I remember one time I actually had some allowance and I bought – and you'll have to tell me if you remember these or if it was just me, but there were these little tubes of stacked – like you could stack little makeup – containers and I went through a phase in like sixth grade where I was really into like you'd put this gel on your eyes and then loose glitter oh yeah oh yes yeah. the glitter gel yeah. and then sometimes your eye would stick but yeah because you, you were fly as fuck you, you had your loose glitter all over your lids Probably yeah I'm pretty sure every ophthalmologist was like stop I had one of those just fucking stop with the loose glitter around your fucking yeah. eyes. But that was the one thing I remember buying from Delia's with my mm-hmm. own money. Like I actually had to like put the money in and in like the envelope and like write out the number of the thing that I wanted and mail it in. And my God. And now all we have to do is click an app and go oh, buy now. And it sends it to your house in two days. That is true. I um, used to get my uh, tinted hair dye stuff from Hot Topic. And one time, it was like 60s day at school, and I I borrowed my little sister's shirt because it looked very 60s-ish. And I put a bunch of this hair gel stuff in my hair that was colored, and I'm pretty sure it was for boys. But I just remember thinking like how crispy Mm -hmm. and crinkly my hair was. And – yeah. Crunchy ass I, hair, but at least you looked fly. Again. It was so Do you remember Rave? Crunchy. It was um, a clothing store in malls. Yes, vaguely. That was the one with the yellow. The I don't yellow remember. I, I know that they were still no. around like in the in Fayetteville. Uh when I lived there back in like 2009, 2010, there was okay. still a rave in the Fayetteville mall. Yes, you'll recognize it. Um, Wet Seal is on here, but I know that those still exist in certain places, but they're just few and far between. Oh, yeah. Like, it was the yellow bag, or it was like, maybe it was the silver bag with the pink. I I thought that that was interesting. But yeah, those were the, that was most of them. There was also another thing I really thought that you needed to know about, because I feel like this is the kind of story that Rachel Riley would appreciate. And the headline reads... The government is blindfolding mm. mountain goats to fly them back to their native habitat in Washington. Right? I mean, yes. <gasps> I it says, if you see some blindfolded goats so soaring happy. through the sky, don't freak out. 
It's just the U.S. government relocating the mountain goats from Olympic National Park and Olympic National Forest in Washington to their natural habitat in the northern Cascade Mountains. This is your land. This is where you come from. I do. So they hired a private contractor that specializes in the capture and transport of Um, wild animals. The helicopter crew uses immobilizing darts and net guns to capture the goats, which are blindfolded so they don't panic, and then they fly them to a staging area, and from them they're taken by truck to the Cascades. And I just want you to see the picture of what this looks like. Can you see? It is. That's literally everything I could ask for. That just makes me – um, so before Zach and I moved to Guam, I was bartending one night and this guy came in, he came in a couple times, um, but he would just get fucking <laughs> annihilated. Anyways, I was talking to a different customer. He was an older gentleman and he wore this, uh, God awful hat, um, nice. that Classic. said FBI, female body ins- inspector. Yeah. One of those. Um, and Hawaiian shirts or whatever. So I was talking to one of the, one of my customers one night and I was like, yeah, we're moving to Guam. And this guy goes, I work for the government of Guam. And I was like, excuse me. And he was like, yeah, you're moving there. And he's like, let me tell you about some shit that goes on there. He's like, we dropped mice with Tylenol in them <laughs> to try to curb the brown tree snakes there. And so basically what they did I'm, I'm not even fucking kidding you right now, dude. So uh, the tree snakes are obviously in the trees. Um, and so the Tylenol uh, kills them. So they would freeze dry these these mice, put Tylenol in them, and then attach little like parachutes to them and then just fucking drop them. So the parachutes get caught in the trees what? and the snakes are like, free dinner. Except the snakes weren't that fucking stupid. Yeah. So I was like, this guy's fucking drunk. Uh, And then I Googled it. It's real life. Um, Also, that guy. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I love you. You're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Zach just brought me another refill. We We figured it out because we're fucking smart. That's why we're taking so long. I figured it out. Yes. Um, but yeah. And so anyways, turns out this guy's a little bit of a, he was in the Air Force, um, not naming names or anything. Uh, did a did a good old Google search on him. He did, in fact, work for the, uh, the governor, not the governor, whoever is, I'm not going to name names, but it was the big wig in Washington, D.C., for Guam. He worked he worked for her. Um that's and, uh, bananas. So they literally took mice that had right Tylenol in their system and parachuted them into Guam to kill snakes. It wasn't even like technically in their fucking oh, system. So they were they dead just, like, mice. Freeze dried mice. Okay. And I was actually a little horrified. Yeah. Yeah. Until yeah. just now. Um because they weren't it, which well well, but I mean, how would you if you're a predator? Like, are you if you're I not? Actually, like, no. If a snake would do that, but that, I'm interested to know if any of this worked out and if this is public knowledge because you just made it public knowledge. Um. Well, it is public knowledge. You can find it on Google. Um. But so when we were there, so the USDA uh, tree snakes are an invasive species to Guam. They came in. From oh, these are those snakes. I don't remember yeah. where they have two penises for the record. Um, oh wow, well, that makes I them even less appealing. Snakes have two penises. I didn't know that. I remember we're talking about penises again. 
Uh, yeah. But anyways, so um, the USDA has uh, people there and they have do- they have trained like Jack Russell Terriers that go around and do um, snake mm-hmm. ins- inspections, basically. Because it, the, these snakes have no natural predators. So they pretty much annihilated the bird population in Guam. And so when Zach and I lived there, we went to Saipan for a vacation and there were all these beautiful tropical birds and all these birds used to be in Guam, but because the tree snakes annihilated all of them, there are none. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so they have, they have people that do inspections. Um, and so before, like, so Zach flies in helicopters before they're part of their pre-flight inspection is to take the USDA has their handlers and their dogs go out and sniff around and get in the helicopter and sniff around the helicopter and that kind of stuff to find out if there are snakes in the helicopter. And I actually know one of these guys, um, from Guam. He used to come into the bar all the time. And then we were getting ready to move and we got a notification, Hey, the USDA is going to be doing a sweep of your house and all of your household goods and stuff to make sure you're not transporting any snakes outside of Guam. So they don't cause another infestation. Turns out it was the same guy I knew from the bar. So it was just kind of, you know, we shot the shit while he was doing the doing his inspection. But then it kind of got me a little, uh, little weirded out. He's like, "Where's your, a- where's your AC?" I'm like, "Why?" He goes, "Cause I, I gotta, I gotta check your AC, see if there's any snakes in here." And uh, sure, shit, like they did a, they did a sweep, and there was no snakes in there, thank God. But then my friend Sissy moved in right after we moved out, and a snake did come through the. Oh uh, no! Go away! Don't like that. And I'm not one of those like afraid of snakes. I just would prefer that they keep their distance. Yeah, her her little dog. No, I'm I'm scared, and I also do not prefer. Interesting. Them. It's very interesting yeah, the way so that they that's a, that's these animals. Thing. Apparently, the goats uh, themselves had to be removed right. because they are attracted to mineral salt licks that are found in the Cascades. But because there are no mineral salt licks in Olympic National Park, they have sought out human salty sweat and urine. So they've been. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's why because they was like, "Yo, let me lick them knees." Um, oh, speaking of which, I brought you to the gym today, and he was licking everyone's knees. That is, he's very weird. Uh, he's basically like French bulldogs. Weirdo, don't really exist in nature. Like we've created them; they're like stitched. Like they are experiment six two six from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, they are. Yes, they're abominations, and I we love, love them, them, but they are one of the most useless dogs. Like, I brought him with me, and he was like, oh, we're running? And I was like, legit, homie, you're not supposed to run that much, and it's, like, really hot. And so I had to walk. Not that I'm complaining. I got to walk mm-hmm. a lap while everyone else was running in, like, 100-degree weather. But no. still, like, homie, you can't even breathe right, fam. God. So in that aspect, California fucking agrees with me. We went to the beach today. Lennon ate a couple handfuls of sand. It was a good time had by all. Uh, the lifeguards were yelling at people for I don't know why. Uh, I didn't hear the word shark. So that was good. Um, yeah. Oh, wait, there's uh, more? So can we talk about the weird news that I've been reading? <gasps> we're re-recording. Go we on. You really tell me. You tell me your weird news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're re-recording. Okay. So, imagine 
you're driving down the road and you Mm -hmm. road rage so hard that you want to shoot someone. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a typical Wednesday, bro. On accident. Now, why do you think it's acceptable to shoot somebody if you're having a road rage incident? Like, I don't, I don't understand where we're at right now um, as far as like thinking that these things. Yeah, are okay. I was gonna say, I don't think um, anyone else. I mean, I know that's that okay. the general public doesn't think that they're okay. There's a small, but, uh, but what so anyways this woman gets into like this road rage altercation or whatever and goes to shoot the other part of the road rage altercation and shoots her husband in the head who is uh as far as i am aware i haven't read anything else about it but he is in intensive care to further that subject i also read another story about a woman who pleaded not guilty to manslaughter because she accidentally stabbed her husband hmm. in the back during foreplay with a knife. It was a decorative dagger, actually. It wasn't a, just any knife. It was a decorative dagger. However, she told police that some water had spilled and he had fallen backwards <laughs> into a flathead screwdriver. Her whole story? Let me tell you about what sounds fucking fishy, bro. What? All of it. And then she told police that she just really, um, like, her and her husband, like, some weird stuff. And so they would uh, fight. Interesting. Well, not to keep shame, but maybe let's leave the actual daggers out of it. Because this is how you end up on the news. For the wrong reasons. In. What do you think of – okay, so there was apparently – Miley Cyrus made a post that said virginity is a social construct, which I kind of – yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. And people came for her. And so I just thought I would ask your opinion. Boom. Do you think virginity – yep. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Virginity is definitely a social construct. If you look back in history, sex was had for fun by everybody. It didn't matter if you were a woman, woman, man, man. Like, look at the Roman gladiators, for fuck's sake. Everybody likes sex. Sex is an enjoyable thing. And then comes the the onslaught of Christianity and uh, religions and that kind of stuff where they're like, hey, one man, one woman. And that's where it all fucking spiraled out of control. We allowed ourselves to listen to a bunch of old men sitting around making shit up, saying that people told them things. and. To be perfectly honest with you, <laughs> it sounds a lot like schizophrenia. Like, that's what religion sounds like to me, is schizophrenia. Well, somebody came down from the clouds no, and told not making fun of schizophrenia, not in any capacity. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that wasn't a thing back when religion is, you know, and so people didn't know. And they were just like, we're taking this guy at his I word. Say he virginity was probably a this thing before, quote unquote, 
well, not quote unquote, but like obviously there were religions long before Christianity was a thing. But I think I think it's always been a thing that was used to com- like to basically turn women into a commodity. Um, yes, it absolutely, absolutely. Like you right. are not desirable if you are not pure. Well, let me tell you what: if you're not pure. You could probably stick your leg behind your your ankle behind your head. And <laughs> you can lose cool your hymen uh, with um, tampons and. I'm just saying. Um, okay, so so what? Mm-hmm. It, well, it's like Absolutely. what do you what do you Absolutely. what do you consider your, losing your, your virginity? Hymen. Is it just pee and vigi? Mm-hmm. What if you're not a heterosexual? What if you do everything but pee in the vigi? Wait, yes. I so I. I had a friend in high school, and uh, she would have – oh, should I have said that? It doesn't matter. Uh, she would have anal sex with her boyfriend. Um, and then she came to school one day sobbing. And but, I said, what's the well, matter? And she said – I would say you were past and that, but and that's just me. I mean, it just – it, it really is just such a – it's – it's it's a control thing. It, like it's it, meant to basically it it and, you know, puts forth the idea that a woman God. is only worth whether or not she's had a lot of sex or any sex, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the cool thing is, <laughs> is that if you know what you like, you're a lot more fucking fun. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I don't know, open people's minds up. And I'm not saying, I don't know, like, I, sex is, sex is fun. Yeah, I mean, I had a friend, um, thing that I, uh, she's a really smart gal. She's, she's kind of like us where she like loves to learn about new things. And she sent me a video years ago that was like Mm -hmm. a mini documentary on, uh, Mm-hmm. virginity uh packs not virginity packs but uh purity rings and balls and all these things were like you literally have both oh it was so creepy rachel it was like these girls <laughs> going to a dance <laughs> with their dad and promising not to have sex until marriage and i'm like you shouldn't be involved so weird in your me. daughter's sex life at all to include going to a ball and making her make a promise mm-hmm. not to have sex. And it was mm-hmm. so bizarre because it's like the yeah, fathers were presenting the daughters as these pure things. So I'm yep. like, wait, what? Like, do you do this for your sons? No. You do it for girls because it's it has to do with how much their worth is based on whether or not they've yep. had sex. So in that aspect, I 100% agree that virginity is – it, it's just it's just not a it's not a good concept it's it there's it doesn't do anything good for women no it's it's really not and it's not it's not fair i don't think because um you know and and i hate to get dark with this but in excuse me in instances of rape and that kind of stuff you're telling these people these women and and well and and men for yeah. that matter um that you've been penetrated and you're dirty. You know what I mean? Like if it's not someone that you love, you're dirty. And it's not, that's, that's not how it should be. And that is, um, you know, and I'm hoping. I know. And it's weird because I think, I think part of the reason we get along so well is because we have different views on religion Uh and we kind of like meet in the middle. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. Because, and so, um, you know, when I was in Idaho, my grandmother and I had a really long conversation about the Bible and, um, I broke it to her that I am not a believer of any sort of faith and, uh, other than like cosmic faith, I, I don't even call it that. I mean, uh, I don't even know how to, I don't know. We could do, we could do this for hours, but, um, you know, uh, and we talked about being a good person and what constitutes as being a good person and how do you know if you're a good person? And, and, and she brought it back to, it all stems back from the 10 commandments of the Bible. And I mm-hmm. was just like, yes, but no, you know what? Like, uh, and then, so we got to talking about moral compasses. And honestly, I don't remember if there was any resolution because I was drinking pretty heavily. And then she told my mom the next day she thought that uh, I needed to watch my drinking. And I was like, I'm on vacation. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a drink in a very long time. So it hit me a little bit harder than normal. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, the whole concept of virginity as... I this, wish this that, like, we could put, instead of an pure, emphasis on virginity, how about an emphasis of people having sex when they are ready to have sex? So, like, yeah, like, m- instead of telling your daughter, like, you should wait until marriage, you should be like, you should yeah. wait until you want to. And then, quite frankly, and what I plan on doing with my daughters is, like, being very upfront about the risks yep. that come from sex and how – yeah. It's just better to wait a while, not till marriage, yep. but don't, yeah, like you're going to want to do it long before you are emotionally I capable agree. of dealing with it. And I think the more honest you are, like I have a really good friend and I know she listens to the podcast, so shout out to her, but I'm not going to say her name, who waited until she was like 20 years old to have sex. And it was one of those things where like she had a very honest mom who was just like, sex is like no joke. Like it's fun. It feels good. You're going to want to do it, but it's also messy. And at your age in particular, there are going to be feelings involved and you might get hurt. You might not know how to deal with Mm -hmm. those feelings. You might not be prepared for the physical ramifications. And yes, there are bad things that can happen to you physically. And obviously there are good things too. But it's like she was so honest with her without being like using scare tactics that she was able to be like, yeah, I think I'm going to wait a while. And like, I feel like that might be the key. Instead of making it this thing that's like bad where you fuck them up for life and you make them think that sex is bad and dirty and all these things or going the other route where it's like Mm -hmm. you will get pregnant, you will die, it is bad, it is bad. Um, If you can be honest in an age-appropriate way where you just like – because it's true, like you said, like sex is wonderful but at the same time like I look back on like sexual experiences I had – when I first started having sex and I definitely probably should have waited a little longer than I did. I also should have waited. Uh, I felt a lot of, uh, I don't want to say peer pressure, but it, it was peer pressure, um, from my, my friend, uh, that I was, you know, was good friends with at the time. Um, she had been having sex for, not to not to delve into too many details, but um, I lost my virginity at a younger age than I probably should have. Um, 
I was ready, but I wasn't. Like, I did it because she had already been doing it. And she said how fun it was. And my mom was also very honest with me about everything. And so I was aware um, of the of the ramifications and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think it yeah. it shaped who I am. I wanted to go on Miley Cyrus's Instagram and actually see. Okay, so I'm on the Instagram post where she put virginity as a social construct. In case you were wondering. And um, someone said, "Um, okay, yeah, here's some of the stuff people were saying. There's nothing wrong with being a virgin. There's something very wrong with people who think being a virgin is a problem. Okay, well, I would say that she never said that it was a problem. She said that the concept is is created by people. It's not a biological thing. Another person wrote, basic biology, why is science being attacked by these celebrities who will win? A science book or Miley Cyrus post with a billion likes. It's not biology, though. What's like. Not- Nothing – I literally was just reading an article um, on this when we were talking about it where they – it's like it, doctors flat out say like nothing actually changes no. in the body no. when you lose your virginity. I mean unless you get pregnant or contract some sort of STD, nothing actually physically changes in your body. So if you want to go with the whole biology route, no. It's not the same. Somebody literally put – um. hold on. Someone was like, yeah, just like menstruation or puberty. How can you say this is a social construct? Because menstruation and puberty are actual physiological changes that your body goes through involving hormones and physical changes. Dude, people are the fucking worst. Like, I am one of those very much live and let live type of people. As long as you are not hurting anyone. Mm -hmm. As long as you are not being hateful towards other people. And you're being respectful of other people's, you know what I mean? Like you and I don't have to see eye to eye, but we should respectfully disagree. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to come at you and be like, well, you're fucking wrong. And this is, and you're a piece of shit and stuff like But that's what people do. You know what I mean? Like there's just so much. And so when people like there is absolutely nothing wrong with being a virgin. There is not. If that is what you want to do. However. Yep. Hey, is yes, your mic on? Why? It sounds like no, you're far I away. It to my face. Hello. Why does it sound different than it did earlier? I don't know. Make sure it's plugged into your computer. It's on. What the fuck? We can't pause it. I don't know. That's weird. I it does look like it's coming across as a little. We can edit all Quieter. this out, right? Yeah. Oh, I can edit all okay. this out. That's not a big deal. Um. Um. Yeah, people suck. I I don't. I think people take something like. Uh, something like this and they think of it as a personal attack. No one's saying that you can't remain a virgin or that being a virgin is bad. No one's telling you you have to have sex. We're just saying that placing value on virginity can actually be harmful. It absolutely can. Um, Especially, so I don't know if, 
and once again, like I've been trying to stay away from the news because I'm, I'm kind of at a, I don't want to say a fragile state, but I have a lot of stuff going on. (laughs) (laughs) I have a very, a very lot going on. You know, the kids are just getting over being sick. We haven't left the house in almost two weeks because of that. Like today was like our first, we went to Costco one day. Like that's, we, we've just been, um, holed up in the house because Baxley had a fever all weekend. So we had these big plans to do things. And, and, and so upon that, and then the other stuff that's going on in, in my personal life that I'm not, uh, I don't want to discuss not for, you know, but whatever. Anyways, um, reading the news is, it, it really bogs down on me. And so last night, uh, so the women's, um, soccer team won the world cup. How fucking cool is that? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so the mm-hmm. co-captain, uh, Megan, Megan Rap- Rapinoe, is that her name? I don't know. I'll be honest. I didn't okay, watch. Well, I didn't watch either. Uh, but she has, um, she basically, so she said that she wasn't going to go to the white house and Donald Trump was like, fucking rude that's presumptuous etc etc he didn't use those words but he was very oh by the way that reminds me uh apparently oh no can you hear me oh oh i'm looking at the wrong thing oh my bad (laughs) anyways um apparently uh the um the courts the supreme court or whoever ruled it uh unconstitutional that he blocks twitter users because he's violating their first amendment rights. And he only blocks people that are critical of him and that don't like, you know, you know what I mean? And so, um, anyways, uh, it's Megan Rapinoe, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Um, I watched her interview on, uh, CNN and then I watched another interview that she gave And she was talking about the inequality for people of color and for, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, um, anybody that's not straight and white, like, and let me tell you what it, it was, it was a punch to the gut. Not because I didn't know. I say a punch to the gut. I did an internal hurrah because it's about time. Someone's fucking calling these people and calling our president out. Like, I know that there's sides to every story, but I just, man, there's a lot of injustices and we're not doing anybody any favors right now. That's for sure. Um, you know, how I feel about politics. I'll just leave. I'm just saying, just saying she made a very good point. And, um, yeah, uh, I think everybody, and so people are upset that she's speaking out, but she has a platform now and she's choosing to use her platform. Mm-hmm for good and to call people out and to start holding people accountable for their uh, misgivings and misdeeds towards all this stuff. I don't know. So I'm trying to stay away from a lot of that, but that watching her interview gave me a little like made my heart feel happy because somebody out there is using their platform for good. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, the the truth of the matter is when you have a platform, not everybody's going to agree with you. And uh, everyone has the right to block you, ignore you, share your posts. I'm asked that that's the, 
there, it, it's a double or it's it's the uh, caveat of, of the yeah. internet. I mean, yeah. you have the ability to reach so many people, but you, that just means you also have the ability to reach so uh, many yeah. people. People are going to come for you. So it really anyway. oh, so, on, just real quick. Let's talk about this. Uh, so my mom gave me permission to talk about her online dating, not online dating. Her, her new single. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so a gentleman messaged her, um, and, uh, she had to talk. <laughs> we use the term gentleman. Very uh, well, loosely. I mean, this, this, this is a real person, I think. Uh, cause I told my mom, I said, I, oh yeah. No, well, I, I just told her, I said, you know, if, if he, if, if I was going to catfish someone, I would use a better picture. Um, but it kind of all goes <laughs> back to like the baby boomers and, you know, taking the, the awkward picture or whatever. Anyway, so another gentleman messaged her and got to talking with her. And I was like, man, I don't know about this. So she talked to him a few days, and then he wanted to message her on Google Hangout. So she joined this this meetup group, uh, this meetup website, where people of like interest can go meet up. So she joined one for, like, divorced women or whatever. Um, and so this guy messaged her. And uh, I couldn't find him on the internet, dude. Like, I fucking looked. So he messaged her on the Meetup app, and then he messaged her on the Google Chat app or whatever. And so I, I looked up both of those names, couldn't fucking find a single online trace. Anything. Hmm. So she's talking to him and talking to him. And uh, he said that his family was from Austin, and they had a big house. And he came home from vacation a week early to find his wife in bed with his best friend. And he has an 11-year-old son. Like, it all just seemed overly soap opera-y, right? Um, so mm-hmm. it's, at one point, he sends her a picture of him and his son. This is my son. What a cash or axe or what axle. I don't fucking know. But I told mom, I said, that looks like a stock picture. That looks like it's not real. So I did a reverse Google search. Uh, because I like to watch a lot of fucking catfish. Uh, huge fan of it. <laughs> You're like, let me put my detective hat on. I did put <laughs> my detective hat on. And what did I find? I found that photo on a website for people uh, that are exposing other catfishes. Catfishy eye? Cat- Catfishy eye? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyway, she, uh, she messaged him and said that... Uh, uh, her favorite hobbies um, were watching catfish and doing reverse Google image searches. And then she blocked him. So called him out and blocked him. Um, nice. So then a couple days later, she was like, there's this there's this uh, Beatles cover band playing. Would you like to go? Um, I was like, yeah, sure. Hell, why not? Let's do it. Uh, I was the youngest person there by 15 years. And that's putting nice. it pretty. Uh, pretty mildly um i also found out that if you're a terrible dancer it doesn't get better with age you just give zero fucks so the good news is is i'm there like for all intents and purposes i'm a 60 year old woman in a 31 year old woman's body according according to my dancing skills and that's why we love Um, you yeah we and your bike riding skills. Um, no, I'm sorry to bring that up. That was hurtful. No, it's I'm okay sorry. Because acceptance is love. And I accept myself for all of my bike riding inabilities. 
I accept you too, but I will continue to tease you about it because I we love about getting bikes here. There's lots of bike paths and stuff like that. So I might be better the next time you see me in person. I don't know. Probably not, but just saying. Um, but anyways, so we're at this thing and I love Beatles music. I fucking love it. If you guys don't know this, my, my daughter's name is Lennon. Um, and so uh, this old gentleman, his name's Gary. Uh, ask me to dance and who am I to let a 75 year old man down easily I'm not so I danced with Gary who was wearing a Beatles shirt and I was like hey I like your shirt while we're dancing he's like thanks it's the Beatles and this is a cover band of them thanks Gary I had no fucking idea (laughs) none um, and so we were dancing, dancing. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Um, and so uh, then I sat down, had another glass of wine. The bartender was cute, he was super cute, very young. Also, I was the youngest person in there, so it was probably easier to make eyes with me than it was anybody else, even though I had my wedding rings on. Um, and so then Gary asked me to dance again, and we did. And I'm pretty sure I outdanced him because I got like 40 years on him. Like forty years younger, so that was good. Hold on, hold on. And then on. we sat next to just a minute. What? Hold on, oh. hold on. I'm holding. Hold oh. on, Rach. I made the mistake of putting one earbud back in the earbud case, and now everything has gone to shit. You still sound good on me. It's okay. I can still hear you. And it probably won't pick up because my microphone's really far away from the computer. Um, I think that it's wonderful that your mom is putting herself out there. She's going to have to kiss a lot of frogs, unfortunately. Well, we, we, we met a man. His name? Yes. Oh. We, we met a man. I was not trying to be awkward, but also, like, I'm a very social butterfly by nature. So this we sat down next to this gentleman at the <laughs> bar we ended up talking to him for a while. Uh, he's a big fan of the Beatles. Him and my mom kind of hit it off. They went to the movies. It was a good time. I don't think he likes kids, which is a deal breaker for Mama. Obviously. Oh, yeah. She lives with her two twin tiny terrier grandchildren. I say that with love. I really do. Oh, yeah. 100%. Tiny Terror Squad is a very endearing nickname that they've been given. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're great. They're great. Um... Actually started saying his name, which is kind of a cool thing. I think it's cute. I don't know. I guess I'm their mom, so I kind of have to think it's cute. You're like, oh, oh god, what's the matter? Hold on. You're doing a great job, sweetie. I'm just trying to figure out how to fix this sound, but at this point, I don't think it matters. We're at the end of the pod. We're good. We can call it off because you know what? I need a refill, and I'm sure Zach is tired of running my refills up here. Let's do it, Rach. All right. You know what? This was good. I This was it. good. Talking about virginity and shit. Yes. You know what? Like I said, the more sex you have, the farther you can shove your leg behind your head. Maybe. I don't think that's how that works. I think yoga does that. But whatever makes you happy. Uh, I did that once and I got my foot stuck back there. So I haven't done it since. That's fair. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really make sure the hips are open. Do you know what's not open? My hips. 
well, go stretch your hips. I'm going to also go um, eat and then stretch my hips because I've been trying really hard to get my flexibility back to where it was when I was a young whippersnapper. sit on the couch and maybe eat some leftover smoked pizza and drink another vodka and call it a night. <laughs> that sounds like a plan too. All right, everybody. We love you. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.